Hey guys, welcome to episode 4 of Mental Health Hour, the podcast. I'm Kat. I'm Kayla. And this is going to be the longest 30 minutes of my life. (laughs) (laughs) Just to set the little mood here. Kayla's in very bad humour today. No, I'm not in very bad humour. It's fierce. No, it's pretty fierce. I'm in good And form. then in the background, ground force have ripped up <laughs> the road. And if you just listen for a moment, can you hear the diggers? Can you hear the siren? We've been timing it all week so that we could maybe get it while they were on their lunch. But it's not going to happen at this stage. So we've decided to just get right in there in the thick of it like Theresa Manion. Yeah, we're going to roll, roll with the punches. Yeah, so, wow, we had such a week. Um, mental Health Hour, we had AMAs every night of the week. Uh, mental Health Week was extremely, extremely busy um, to the point to where next next week, I think, or next year even, wow, next week. Imagine if we had Mental Health Week every week. No. no I'm be able to cope. It's a great, it's a great week and, and it does great work, but no, sorry. There isn't enough Red Bull in the world to keep no, you going. Sure absolutely isn't. not. For advocates out there, it's like literally this week is like the calm after the storm. My urine literally. was practically coffee. Gross. When, when I peed, it was just coffee came Thanks out. Thanks for sharing that. You're welcome. I'm a very honest that person. That was fabulous in fairness. <laughs> really fabulous now. So, um, obviously, there was lots of different events going on all around the country. And on our mental health hour on Sunday night, we decided to ask some of our tweeters what their favourite events of 2017 mental, he- mental health hour week, I keep thinking, <laughs> <laughs> mental health week was. So, Tamara Downey said, Whims FM, of course, so many mental health advocates and supporters joining forces to make a difference. That is very true. Mm-hmm. Very true. We may yeah. as well say it. We were on Whims FM. We were. We were on the Friday night, the closing show. Yeah, we had a great time. It was it was a lot of fun. Oh, we had so much crack. Uh, we were interviewed by Mally Coyne and Pat O'Mahony. Yeah, well done. Yeah, I'm hopeless for names. But yeah, got it right, Pat. Okay, Pat in the back for me. (laughs) Pat kept getting my name wrong throughout the whole show, so I feel like he deserves maybe a little bit of his own own medicine back, so. And you have a forgetful face, like. Well, it's not really the face you could forget, but I can see, like, like, to paint you the picture, myself and Katrina both have dark brown hair, both have our left eyebrow pierced, and we're both wearing the same hoodie. So he, you can see how he was mixing us up a little bit. Like. <laughs> maybe, maybe it was an awesome show. Uh, we were on it. Just we were pretty much the last people to go on. Um, we went on after people like Shona and all that kind of stuff, and it was just it was brilliant. It was an awesome experience. Um, we'd love to go back next year if whims will have us. You never know. Never know. Never know. Um, then we had who do we have? At Carol Asset. It's a hard one to pronounce now. Attending the Time to Change 10-year anniversary celebration and reflecting on all our hard work over the years and what a difference it's made. I'm so proud and grateful to be making a difference. Also, my tweet on World Mental Health Day reached a lot of people. Very good. Excellent. And at Silver Clouds said to absorb how much Prince Harry and colleagues at Heads Together supports need such a need. What? (laughs) Will you read that piece out? To absorb how much HRH, what's that? Don't ask me. Prince Harry and colleagues at At Head Together supports such a needed change. There we go. Gee, thank thank God you were there. You're so lucky Ooh, to have lads, me. Lads, I was under pressure. So lucky to have me. So what was your favourite event of the week, Kayla? Um, what do you mean? On the Mental Health Hour Twitter Hour or of the whole week? Of the entire week. Definitely going to Walk In My Shoes Radio. Yeah, that was yeah. definitely like, definitely. Um, 
yeah definitely hands on 100% for me as well mm-hmm. I would yeah. say that as well it was the whole experience they were all so it nice was. up there and they're just so lovely so a big thank you to everyone and a massive well done on and a bloody brilliant show for the week I mean I just wish it was on all year round Really it would do. be a great radio station all year it round. It would, yeah. yeah, it would. Even if it was a set night every week or something. Yeah. Uh, it would It would be absolutely brilliant. It was so sad in the car on the way home, because on the way up, we had, you know, Wims FM, and you can see the name, it comes up in the dashboard, Wims FM. And we had it playing all the way up. And then when we came out, and you go to turn on the radio, and you're so used to seeing it all week, and you turn on Wims FM, and there was just radio silence. It was so sad. Oh. It was awful. It was awful. We were kind of grieving for a while yeah. after that, actually. We really, really were. So if you've had a really hectic mental health week, we hope that this week you've taken some self-care time, some time out, um, or catching up with your friends and your family, and your sleep, most importantly. So I've got one, right? I came across, I shared an article on Mental Health Hour on Sunday night again. And it was about this lady called Anne Foley, and she's from Wexford, and she's 54. And she says that mental health in Ireland is absolutely a class idea. So she's saying that basically, if you're privileged enough to have a high income, then you can access mental health services quite readily. But for herself, you know, she suffered for quite some years and she has struggled to the point where sometimes she's left with no option in Wexford but to call an ambulance. Mm-hmm. When she gets into the A&E, then she meets a doctor who on occasion has said to her, look, I'm very sorry, but we've no beds. And she's saying, look, I'm unsafe um, and what she's saying is that look it's a class issue you know if you can get these resources so again we decided we'd ask um, our interactors on Sunday night and a couple of the replies were one of came from Sean Lyons he said recovery and help is a class issue but mental health is not money can't buy you immunity from suffering with your mental health which I thought was uh, very true totally agree with totally Sean, agree yeah. with it at Love Mental Health said yes I bought counselling and my parents helped me out so it must have been private counselling I'd imagine Mm -hmm. at Paula oh my gosh Kayla what's that name Paula said so Paula said I think there is a truth in this it's applicable in England too so it's not just here in Ireland Um, personally myself I've accessed public mental health services Um, I was lucky that I, I had a little bit of a wait but not too hectic we've also heard absolutely terrifying stories of teenagers and children on waiting lists for years and you know so I can personally see where she's coming from yeah what's your take on it yeah no totally um I agree with Sean more so the the point I kind of agree most with is Sean's where he says you know absolutely recovery and access to services I think is a huge issue and it's a class issue as well um but in terms of because and I'm not saying that lady was saying this but I came across a tweet um, earlier in the week and it said it must be easy to speak about your mental health when you have social and economic status and that really annoyed me mm. because I'm thinking oh you can't like you know the phrase it's all relative it really is all relative like I mean like Sean said you can't buy immunity yeah. for mental health issues you can't buy immunity from suicidal thoughts you know absolutely you might have the money to get access to the help but you can't buy the confidence or self-esteem your, the or, self-esteem yeah. or the willingness to approach somebody for help I mean depression is depression and this is all I was thinking and I hope it doesn't offend anybody but depression in a Ford Fiesta is the same as depression in a Ferrari I mean mm. the person is still depressed 
Yeah, it's do you know what I mean? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But absolutely, I agree with her point that it's it's easier to access services if you do have money, and I totally agree with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so um, I suppose it's kind of the thing too if you compare, like, if you go into A and E with a physical problem, mm-hmm. and you have private healthcare, you'd be taking that bit quicker. Yeah, you know, compared to being on the public waiting list, um, and that's probably what she's getting at as well. But there is commuters leaps need to be taken, um, yet. But I suppose I can see where she's coming from. You know, I really can. Yeah, absolutely. Have you anything you want to... Uh, no, it was just, I suppose, because I knew you were going to bring up um, that particular tweet. So I just wanted to say about the tweet I saw during the week because it, it did bug me a little bit. Um, so I'm happy enough to close off on that one if you are. Yeah, yeah. No, definitely. Definitely. So the other thing that really, I suppose, affected everyone's lives this week was the storm. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm not talking about mental health week and like walking my shoes storm that was created all through the Yeah, no, I'm talking about the weather storm. Yeah. Ophelia. Ophelia. What was that? She she was she was kind of a bit moody, wasn't she? She was worse than you now, first thing in the morning, I'll be honest. <laughs> she was, to be fair. Um so like I suppose from an anxiety point of view, I felt it really affected me. Okay. So then I was kinda of thinking, right, okay. I wonder is there like research there to say that, you know, people at other countries that have had these storms and hurricanes and has it affected them or is it me just, I know I'm a bit of a prepper anyway, like I have my bag, I have pretty much ready to go at a drop, Hmm. but I kind of found myself thinking, first of all, I couldn't sleep, couldn't sleep properly. I was thinking the worst is going to happen. I was thinking, okay, I might have definitely got enough of everything, you know, and I was thinking this can't be right, like, so um, I did a little bit of looking stuff up. And it turns out that there were studies done after Hurricane Katrina and stuff as okay. well. And what they found was it was done by a group called Risk and they studied 392 people. And they found that just under half of them had symptoms of PTSD. Okay. So I suppose that's one study that was done around Yeah, well, yeah. I can that's see that's natural that enough happen, yeah. because their homes, everything was oh gone. Oh my God, everything. Like, we were very lucky yeah. here in Limerick. We really were like, I mean... Um, you're hearing stories of what happened in Cork and the roofs blown off buildings and Turner's Cross actually the roof blew off their stand in on their soccer pitch it's crazy yeah and like then the power was gone the light is gone you know and some people could have phobias around the dark and all that and that's all being brought up mm-hmm. for them again and you know without your correct medication some people could be without all yeah. that stuff you know and that's one thing that came up in Katrina that um, and it's actually one thing that um, there an American psychologist has said that one thing she has learned from it and has advised everyone to do if they're aware that a storm is coming of any capacity to have a little bag ready mm-hmm. and to basically have your bare essentials in it whether that be toothpaste, socks, um, medication because an awful lot of people get caught with if they have to leave in an emergency that they have no medication Yeah, you know, and that's one thing you could actually put in your bag you know, is, and yeah. I suppose I was kind of smiling going, oh yeah, sister, I did that, you know, but a year ago there. Mm. <laughs> but no, it makes perfect sense. And what she's saying is that if you did have to leave the house for an hour, your house could be fine, but you might just have to go. Um, that you're, you know, from a health and safety point of view, you have everything with you that you need. A change of socks, that kind of stuff, you know, um, mm. rather than being left out in limbo land. Like. Yeah, the other thing with, with kind of going as well is, and I suppose it's it wasn't obviously an issue in Katrina because those poor people had no choice but to evacuate. Whereas in here in Ireland, during Ophelia, we had the opposite effect where people did not have to evacuate, a lot of people, and they were specifically told 
do not leave your house. Yet we have people kite surfing. Like, mm-hmm. They're like, what's, what's, what's going on there? And when emergency services obviously went out to, I suppose, help these people, they told them, no, go away, we're, we're, we're grand, we're kites. Like, that's a joke. That's, yeah, that's that's a real joke. Like that's putting emergency services first of all, their lives on the line. Mm-hmm. That's that's lives you're messing with there. And number two, can you imagine the resources? Like if the chopper came out to help those people and they said, No, you're grand, go on back to Shannon there. Yeah. In Gale Force Winds, the chopper's coming out and it's there's so many issues with it. Look, it's 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 a joke. And the one thing I did actually read was that Leo Varadkar is now bringing it to the doll or the Oroctus, one of them to look at bringing in char- putting charges against these people who go out in in red really right I think so and I hope it gets pushed through quite quickly as well um, because I don't think it's fair I mean if these people every day are willing to give their lives to you at any day yet you choose when there's a red alert to make them go out and you know I was only talking to a friend last night um, and she was telling me that the local shipper there was people ringing in for deliveries constantly and I think that's a little bit, that's a little bit wrong as well. I mean, if you're not willing to go outside mm, yeah. and drive down and collect your chips, don't expect the people who are working in the chipper to get into their car either and bring it to you. Yeah, do yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Let's be a little bit fair, like, do you know? Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just thought it was very annoying. But there is stuff as well, because I know you know this about me. I would be quite a weather fanatic. Not that I know much about it. But I get really interested, you know, when there's storms and stuff coming. Mm. I'm like, this is going to sound bad, but I don't mean it in a bad way. I always hope, first and foremost, that there's as little damage done as possible, obviously, and that everyone is safe. But other than that, I do kind of get a little bit excited. I don't know whether it kind of excites me a little bit. Weird. I know it's weird, yeah. But so I've looked into all these things before because as much as it excites me, it terrifies me as well. Mm. Um so I have all these little things and people were saying to me you know and I was telling friends the few days before you know are you ready you know are you prepared and I'm not saying it's going to be as bad as they're saying but if it is you know on the off chance that it is really really bad are you ready for that and they're like oh Kayla what do you mean ready and they were kind of laughing Mm. at me and I know you were there for a couple of times as well and you were going Kayla's actually going to eat you without salt in a minute if you keep (laughs) laughing at her like but yeah so I have little things that people can do if you want to hear them yeah, go for it. Because I know we have another storm coming up. We're going to strip it back, are you? Kayla style. I'm going to strip it back, Kayla style. Because we do. We have Storm Brian coming. Now, it's not meant to be as bad as Ophelia, but with storm season in general, I, I don't think there's ever any harm in knowing these things anyway. No, not at all. Um, Especially because my grandparents only actually got their electricity turned back on yesterday, which mm. is crazy. Um, So small things you can do is, you know them five litre bottles of water yeah. that you get in the shop? Buy a couple of them, but don't, don't leave it now until... 8 o'clock that night and the storm is due to hit at 11 because there'll just be none left. So get it when you hear there might be one coming. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have some at home, fill them up. Just keep them full. Keep them in the back press. No problem. So then if your water does get turned off, you're okay for a while anyway. Um, that's a pretty basic one. Flashlights, we all know about that really, don't we? Um, here's a tip for free from me. Right. Right. Go to a camping shop. Go to an outdoors camper shop and buy those little gas-fueled hobs. You can buy little gas cylinders in the shop as well. And sometimes they come up on sale in Aldi and Lidl. You pop in your little cylinder of gas. The hot plate goes red and there you go. Pasta, Ready rice, to go. whatever you want. That tip's for free now. That, that, that's <gasps> for free. <laughs> um, 
what else oh yeah here's another good one if you have your phone obviously keep them all charged but met Aaron their Twitter account their official one go onto their account and turn notifications on just for the 24 hours of the storm so that way every time they tweet you'll be notified directly to your phone so they were very good I have to say all I thought they were they weren't fantastic they though? response yeah. yeah I just thought it was it was phenomenal as I said to, to you the other day that if this was God forbid a terrorist attack yeah. and it had been the police response you'd be saying to yourself oh my God they just dealt with that so well they were so um, good from a weather point of view I thought they, could, they were impeccable yeah and even the way they kind of explain things to people who might not have an interest in weather or you know young people who might not have been learning this kind of stuff in geography yet you know what I mean the yeah, way they yeah, explain yeah. things in layman's terms I just thought they were really good so that's a good one so if you go onto their Twitter you can see a little bell icon and if you push that it'll allow you to turn on notifications so you'll get a tweet every time they tweet um, another good one is to charge your laptop fully charge your laptop so that if the ESB or the power does go you can watch DVDs on your laptop if you have small kids mm-hmm. um, the day before head up to the library and maybe rent books for yourself and a few kiddies DVDs so you don't have to actually buy DVDs. You don't have to make them watch something they've already watched because they'll get bored with it. Yeah. So go up and get like a new thing. It'll be new to them, but it's just rented. Um, that's what I do anyway. Yeah, and the other thing, because I know you were saying about medical equipment and stuff, is if people are without medical equipment that needs to be charged and the battery's gone flat, the Red Cross will actually charge them for you. So after the storm has passed, obviously, Jesus, please do not go out in a storm. But after it's passed, if your stuff is low and you have no power, pop into the Red Cross, they'll charge them up for you. Awesome. That's brilliant. That's a very good one to know, actually. It is. And the other thing as well is the Red Cross will also give you sandbags. Um, They'll have to get them from their main office. But if you call your local Red Cross, if you live in an area that obviously has a river going through and Mm. tidal issues and all that stuff, they'll give you sandbags. That is fantastic. Yeah. So it's just brilliant. little tips for people to know. I know, look, it's unlikely in Ireland that we get weather like this, but when we do, I mean, the authorities are ready for it, but the citizens usually were not. Yeah, um, no. Yeah, unfortunately, it's kind of like the old Irish analogy if the fire alarm goes off, everyone just sits down. Yeah, they wait to see they if you run. Go first. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, um, well, I'll be gone out the gap anyway. Yeah. Very bad, yeah. You see the two of us heading up a hill with a backpack. You know what's <laughs> yeah. happening. I suppose the alternative is you could get a last minute holiday to Spain or somewhere. Are you going to fly, are you? Well, if the hurricane was coming one way, could you not go the other way? I'm sure you could, but I wouldn't. No way. Not a hope. When when this stuff starts, Kayla's in her house the day before. Kayla's not leaving. Batting the hatches. Like. Oh, I'm telling you, I'm in my house. I'm getting ready. And nobody's going to move me. Well, I don't know, but the noise outside the window right now, we could be brewing up something else. Yeah, different. I know. You could come in the front window. But that's another thing as well, actually, just that you said that. Um, sometimes when the wind is bad enough, people actually, here's another little tip. People don't realise that things can actually blow, like trampolines and stuff. And if that did hit your window, you can imagine the glass coming in on top if you have small kids, pets, or even yourself. Um, so if you just close your curtains... Mm. Very simple solution. Very simple one, yeah. You know, if the glass does shatter in, and I'm not saying it would, I'm just saying in the worst case scenario, the curtains will stop the glass from hitting kids or getting into people's eyes or pets or whatever. And I know with anxiety, the, the, one of the things that does ease it um, and that the American Psychological Association have found, what eases us is to, to have a sense of preparation. Absolutely. That, you know, you feel prepared. And they've come up with um, six tips. One is to have a basic plan and implement it. Yeah, great one. Um, 
so that could be like sitting down chill have a bag of popcorn in front of the fire how bad yeah, or even <laughs> just a basic plan um, I think as well what that, yeah. what that could mean is and this is important is having everybody that lives in the household know the plan yeah so just you because you're the adult or because you're the one that's going to take responsibility it's not good enough that you know you need to let everybody else know because there'll be a sense of ease yeah totally having flashlights that kind mm-hmm. of thing you know and um, getting the facts that's another one they have so it's like staying informed what you said there about Mitt Aaron yeah um, reach out talk to other people who matter in your life so you know talking to your family and stuff and letting them know that look okay if the lights do go out don't panic because then in turn if you don't tell them you could be panicking that they're going to be worried and yeah. that kind of stuff Vicious um, staying healthy beforehand like getting your rest and all that which oh, isn't easy that came out really good staying healthy beforehand like where was that <laughs> it sounded like you were from Corker staying healthy beforehand like that was gas you're walking a fine line that over. was really funny a Sorry. fine line now <laughs> um Reach out to your children if they're young. Um, restrict their access to inflammatory media. So that would be obviously stuff that would, say the word, catastrophize any situation. Yes, fake news. So basically, keep them away from Kayla. Yeah. What? Um, you catastrophize everything. No, I don't. Let's you do. Be re- Come on, I, I I actually don't. You look at a cupcake and you see a three-tiered wedding cake. No, that's called optimism. No, that's called catastrophizing. No, it's not. I just explained. I, I think I'm a realist. I really do. Yeah, really catastrophizing everything. So, maintain, oh yeah, maintain a hopeful outlook. This is what Kayla reckons she's doing, by the way, lads. Yeah. So that's what they're saying. You know, it's to be prepared. Is It brings down your levels of anxiety. She's not one bit impressed. Lads. Yeah, sorry. But being prepared with all the tips I just gave you, that does so put me at ease. No, really now. It's a serious conversation, right? No slagging. Right. I don't, I'm lucky enough privileged enough not to suffer with anxiety um but i know that if those things were taken away from me so my ability to prepare and the little things that i put in place i know if they were taken away from me then we'd have a little bit of a different story there yeah no i get it you know what i mean i'm not saying i'd have acute anxiety or anything like that but i'm just saying it puts me at ease to be able to do these things and I'm sure if it helps me, it might help somebody else along the way. Um, something to think about. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And there's nothing cute about anxiety, by the way. I said acute. <laughs> oh my God, you're making <laughs> me feel horrible today. No, I really feel bullied today oh, now. I'm sorry. It's okay, it's I forgive you. Though, you know. Um, the other <laughs> thing is we have, we submitted an abstract for the Technology for Wellbeing conference in Dublin in November. And we actually got shortlisted. So, myself and Kayla would be heading up to do a presentation. You sure will. Might let Kayla do all the talking. She'd love that. Are you sure? Uh, because you love the sound of your own voice. <laughs> she just went there. 15 minutes of an abstract. So we're very excited about that. That's been held by ReachOut, um, ReachOut.com. And as far as I know, there's influence as well. It's actually an international conference. Um, so, there'll be like a mental health reform as well will be involved in that. And it's basically about... Our theme is we entered it under the <clears throat> mental health but also technology section. So it's about, okay, how can people be helped by looking at me now? Like, obviously, it's technology no, for no, a yeah. conference. Um, but we're just absolutely honoured to be yeah, asked and absolutely. to be shortlisted. So we're looking forward to kind of hearing more and to see, you know, we've got plenty of plans for mental health hour, but it's looking at yeah. where to go from here. Um, you never know. Things have kind of unravelled naturally, haven't they? They have, yeah, but... On the other hand, then I'm kind of looking at it going, 
we're always such gluttons for punishment. I mean, we take on these things and then we'll go, yeah, like Katrina will have a set of maybe 27 ideas for mental health hour. And then I'll have a set of maybe 27 totally different ideas. And then we just kill each other until one of them kind of just naturally presents itself. Yeah. That's the way it kind of rocks. Like It is like, yeah, to be fair. Um, Yeah. And just actually, while we're on the topic of mental health hour, can I just say something? Uh, Mason Forbes, she's walking 900 kilometers in Ireland for mental health awareness. She's a Canadian woman. Um, we love her on mental health or I think she's what a legend. legend yeah I Total think she's legend. so nice but she had kind of a hard day during the week um, and she was kind of asking for people to mm. show her some love and stuff so I wanted to say it on the podcast Aww. we're thinking of you massive hugs to you you're doing brilliant keep it up and what you're doing is amazing and well done I just think she's fantastic and I'm going to do a spoiler here okay really she's coming on as a guest to eat her in a couple of weeks so excited yeah so we're very excited um, and she's so honest and open about her struggles and you know what she's doing I just think it's incredible like she's just and she's literally she doesn't have a guaranteed place to stay every night or mm-hmm. anything so that's why I'm dying to talk to her in a Q&A and just you know mental health wise it has to take an impact absolutely you know, that change in routine the change in I suppose knowing your surroundings and you know, hearing people's stories along the way. Yeah, that would be all amazing. That stuff, like. And I actually saw this morning, I think it was, which is kind of people would think might be a small thing, but I could see how it would really throw me off and it could, it would be difficult is that she, I think she left her glasses or contact lenses in the last town. I saw town. that. And on a normal day, if you just left your glasses at home and you were at work, you'd be like, oh, I'm raging, you know. But just to put it into context, when you're walking 900 thousand is it nine what's it what did i just say what did you just say okay look when you're walking that distance because <laughs> <laughs> i'm so tired no when you're walking that distance um and you're constantly on the move and you really don't have a consistent regular place to lay your head mm. and something like that happens then you're just like and especially with the weather at the moment and it's raining and it's horrible and it's yucky and for something like that to happen i can't imagine that must have been just I don't know. I'd really lose my cool with that. It would just be a horrible day. I just think for every step she's taken, it's paving the way for new light to enter. Absolutely. You know, for people that are in the darkness. What a legend. uh, Mason, well done. And we are so looking forward to having you on in a couple of weeks' time. We usually don't announce who's coming on until the week before. But (laughs) just as, you know, um, just to let everyone know, it is very exciting. Um, Very, very exciting. Big love and huge hugs to you as well. Huge hugs and Kayla's Madden the old hugs. I did have one off J Row there a couple of weeks ago and I must say it is fab. See, what would you rate it out of ten? Wasn't I right when I said? Oh, she's right up there. She Definitely is a 10. like yeah, Definitely I would give her a, a solid ten as she well. She really goes for it like. She does and like you said, because J Row is kinda I'm a little bit taller than J Row, which I'm not taller than a lot of people, so I'm proud of that. I don't care. I am proud of that. Okay. But okay. because I'm taller, like J Row comes from under. Okay. So it just, and she gives you a right good squeeze, like, and it's just, oh, it's lovely. Sense of satisfaction in yeah. your face is almighty, to be fair enough. But you know those things that you see online, those oddly satisfying things, like you see them in, on Reddit, and you see GIFs about them on Twitter and stuff. It's like that, it's like, you know when you're used to getting hugs and you meet people and you give them a hug and stuff, it's like when a really good hug comes along, it's like, oh yeah, that's what I was decent. waiting for. Decent, yeah. decent. Yeah. And in fairness to Mally, she's a decent hugger as well. She is a decent hugger. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what? I had an interview yesterday, right, for placement. And okay. there's this very awkward situation of where you don't know whether you should shake the hand or not. Oh, I hate that. 
do you have those moments like I you hate think, that oh, oh, oh yeah. no just did it that's it job's over good luck good riddance bye bye yeah do you know what's worse is worse than that which there isn't an awful lot of things worse than that is the cheek the kiss on the cheek thing oh what's that or what if you go to the wrong side the wrong side oh. or what if you don't because not a lot of people in Ireland do that so when somebody does do it, it's almost like you panic and you're like, do I give my cheek? Do I kiss their cheek while they're kissing mine? Do I just shake their hand? What's, what's happening? Did you see first dates about two weeks ago? No. And your man went to give you one a kiss, but she went to the opposite side. Lads, I don't know what's oh, going on I outside did the see window. It. Yeah, she went to one side, oh, he went to the other. Yeah. And it was... That's my worst nightmare. That was pretty bad now, oh, won't I? Oh, and it's on television. Oh no, can't cope. Do you know what's very annoying though? That noise, to me, it's... Triggering my schema of a chip fan. Oh yeah, with ketchup. Yeah, my schema yeah. is hopping going. Memories of chip fan. Mem- that doesn't that sound like a chip fan? It does, but you see, the people listening to this might not be able to hear that, so they're going to be saying, "Why does she keep talking about noises when we can't hear them?" Oh, maybe. Okay, <laughs> but if you can imagine the noise of a chip fan, lads, that's what's outside our window, and all I'm visualising is lacing on that ketchup. You know, chip fan. Yeah, ketchup? yeah, yeah. And you're, yeah, this has been to be about mental health. The and smell about of chips. it and everything, lovely, yeah, beautiful, yeah. beautiful. It's the little things. But that's all I have for this week, to be honest. Um, it's been so hectic. We're really sorry. We meant to record it on Monday, but then we had Ophelia. We did. And then from then on, we had roadworks constantly outside the window, yeah. um, among a few other bits and pieces. So generally, it's early <coughs> in the week that we Excuse hope me. to do it. Um, so yeah. Yeah, I just have one last quick thing to say, because we are out of time, is, you know, we Jackie on Twitter? Yes fabulous article she was interviewed for the Irish Times speaking about her disability and disability in Ireland and in Irish society and I just want to say oh I loved it I thought it was brilliant Mm -hmm. your contribution was massive and you're really (coughs) excuse me really paving the way um, and I thought it was brilliant so massive congrats I read that as well I just thought it really was inspirational Um, we literally have 10 seconds left so Jackie thanks a million for coming out speaking out shouting when people aren't (coughs) listening and just you know, hello to Rum as well, of course. Kayla's getting the fish of the splutters here. Not scutters, splutters. I'm so <laughs> glad I lasted until 30 minutes. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. Um, we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.